Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello and welcome to today's Beacon. I'm asking the question, where does your treasure lie? In Matthew 13 verse 44, Jesus tells a story. He says, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. My dad loves treasure hunters. He was always intrigued by the idea of finding something historically significant, and I caught the bug too. I had a metal detector and used to go to beaches and fields with my dad to find treasure. We spent hours walking up and down in the hopes of hearing the beep that meant that there was something to find. There are amazing stories of people that have found treasures. Some have been literal treasures that people have dug up, like in this story, and others have been items that they bought cheap or inherited and later found out were really valuable. We also used the metal detectors once or twice to find a personal treasure that had been lost. When someone had lost a wedding ring or a significant piece of jewellery, there was always a chance that we could find it. We could search through long grass using the metal detector to show us where the treasure was. So the question is, what is our treasure? Earlier in Matthew, in chapter 6, verses 9 to 24, Jesus says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. The truth is that we have lots of different types of treasure. We have relationships that are important to us and that we treasure highly. We have treasure possessions, maybe significant items that remind us of something or someone. We have treasured experiences and memories that we hold very dear. We have time that is probably nowadays one of the most precious commodities. We also have the traditional sense of the word treasure. We have our money. How often have we said that if only we earned a bit more, we would give more to the church? Or if only we felt comfortable enough with what we had, we would give more to charity? The problem is, what we do with a little is likely to be what we do with a lot. Jesus talked about this in Luke. He says, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly well, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? No one can serve two masters, either You will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Notice that the last line of both sayings of Jesus end with the same line. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, 
or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. When something is repeated in the Bible, we should take notice. Now, it's not saying that it's wrong to have money, but that it shouldn't rule our lives or our decision making. It's saying keep God as God and money just as something we use to get by or for others good. It shouldn't be our goal or our aim in life. If God gives us an instruction, we should do it, regardless of the financial consequences. So how do we store up our treasure in heaven? Well, we need to change our priorities and start putting our focus in the right place. And one way to do that is to give up this God that we have of money. I'm not saying that we should make ourselves broke to give to the church or to others. God wants us to be responsible stewards. But we should be like the church in Acts, selling and giving whatever they could to make sure that none of them were in need. When one of our brothers or sisters needs something, or when the church body as a whole has a requirement, we should be ready to act and help. We need to let go of keeping ourselves safe or secure in our own power with our own money. We can't control the future or what will happen to us, but we need to rest in the knowledge that our eternity is secure and God, who is in control, wants the best for us. We might also need to get rid of the other treasures. There might be things we're holding onto that are holding us back. There might be things we see as valuable or precious that aren't good for us. Maybe a relationship or a habit or a pattern of thought, or maybe even an object. We need to be ready to let go of it, whatever it is, for our own good and for the good of the body of Christ. We need to focus on the right thing, Jesus. We should count everything as rubbish compared to the all-surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus our Lord. No one can take anything with them to heaven except their salvation. So our relationship with Jesus should be our priority. So what do we gain if we give these things up? What are our heavenly treasures? We will gain an eternal reward in heaven. Now we don't know exactly what this will look like, but the Bible says that we gain a reward in heaven for how we act on the earth. We gain an eternity with God, and that's far more valuable than anything we could have on this earth. We need to hold our relationship with Jesus in our hearts as our most treasured possession and most worth protecting, most worth working on and improving. The more we spend time with God, the more we will see the value of this relationship and the closer we will get to our maker. So let's stop storing our treasure where it will be useless one day. Let's spend our time, money and energy in the right place. Let's store our treasure with our Heavenly Father. Let's invest wisely. Let's pray. God, thank you that we can have a relationship with you. And thank you that we have eternity with you. Thank you that you've put your Holy Spirit into our hearts to give us the assurance that we will spend forever with you, in relationship with you, how we were meant to be. And I pray that we'd invest our treasure wisely. Pray that we'd invest our time and our emotions and our money in the right place. I pray that we'd see the value of our relationship with you and that would be the most important thing and the thing that we work on every single day. Amen. Coach House Beacons. 
the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.